to the adventure in Pinland on W4CY. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Hype Man. This is Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with... 90-pound wrench. Nice. Yes. So I'm going to start off right off the bat. My last interview, we were talking about Deep Throat, and I hear that one of you has a fascination with that. Uh, that would be Mr. Chuck Law. Um, so we've been together for a long time. Uh, I've been in it for almost, what, 13 years now, 14? Uh and Chuck would always warm up by jabbing his fingers down his throat, right? And, you know, you could tell he likes it. Uh, all the way down to the elbow. All the way to the elbow. All the way to the elbow. And for the longest time, I thought that this was unnatural, right? Um, and then we opened up for Queensryche, and every, they kicked everyone out of the back room, and I was not paying attention. So I walked right back in there, and I walked right into Jeff Tate wearing a gold blazer, doing the same thing and not breaking eye contact with me. It was Jeff Tate's Queen's Right. Right in the eye and did the same thing. Wow. Yeah, eyes of a stranger. Yep. So now I I guess it is natural. So there you go. Well, it's either that or Jeff likes Deep Throat. I'm, you know. I'm not signing off on that, but maybe. No confirm nor deny. I want to talk about your tattoo, though, because I was trying to read it, but yes, I was trying to read it. At first, I thought it was Hebrew. Ah, well, this one is Hebrew. Yeah, see, there you go. Every one of these are Star Wars tattoos. Oh, why did I not recognize that? And uh, that was on Vader's chest piece. All of these were on uh, different either comics or... Oh, my God. I've been watching Star Wars since I'm a little kid. It was like the the second movie I ever saw in a movie theater when it first came out. I never knew he uh, Vader had Hebrew. Yep. It's upside down on his chess piece on the first two originals. So wow. I knew hope and Empire Strikes Back. Pause it. Zoom in on it. It's there. Wow. And it says, uh, he must Well, be- that one says, Yes. Before Michonne he is forgiven, he must Lowe, Ola- uh, Olanu... Ode. Yeah, I am reading it. Shahu Davo. Or Dacho. It's what was written on Darth Vader's chest piece. Oh, it's Hebrew. Hebrew. This one is. All these are Orabesh. Remember, we can't. We got to get up on the mic. I, I grew up a Hellfire and Brimstone Church of Christ preacher's son. Whoa. And sometimes my, um, my punishment was to learn scripture in... Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't have to do Aramaic first because most people don't realize. Praise the Lord, I didn't have to. It was Greek, then Aramaic, then Hebrew. Right. Then English. Right. So look at that. Crazy stuff, man. And see, you know what's great about being a Jew? 
We don't believe in the devil, hell, damnation, any of that shit. We can just do whatever we want. <laughs> awesome. I got a funny Heck story yeah. about that I said Heck in the last interview that you would appreciate bringing this up. And, like, I wouldn't normally repeat this story because that would be ridiculous, but it just makes so much sense here. So, when I was a kid, as you guys know, like, when we were kids, earrings or, or piercings were not a big thing. You either got one in your left ear, your right ear, or both. Right. And it meant something. Right. So I asked my dad about getting my ear pierced, and he was like, over my dead body, blah, 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 blah. I did it anyway, of course. I was a teenager. I had long hair, so it was covered all the time. But one day, the Santa Ana winds kicked up, and my hair went behind my ear, and I walked in the house, and my stepmother saw, and she ratted me out, and he lost his shit. Why? And here's the stupid logic of a teenager. I was wearing a hanging upside-down cross. Yeah. Yeah. And as you should. As I should. And so he said something to me about the cross. About, I'm like, Dad, but you don't understand. It's not a Christian cross. It stands for Satan. I'm not going against Judaism. <laughs> I'm just joining the other team. And I think back, and, you know, the logic to what I was saying made so much sense to me. Right. Like, I didn't realize what a stupid idiot response that was. <laughs> Funny the stuff that happened back in the day, man. Right? Yeah. Well, it's like we have a lot of the... I, I lived on the Sunset Strip in the 80s, and a lot oh, of these bands... badass. Yeah, a lot of these bands Way playing down. here, like, I hung out with them during the that time, and it's like, it just blows my mind, first of all, that they're still kicking ass now and they're relevant relevant we got these did you see these kids okay are like a 80s glam band and they're kids eye bolt eye bolt yeah dude they were killer right yes Yes. right yeah i interviewed them and they were just in here a little while ago yeah they were they're they were killer i told them i said you you give me hope well, Give you, me hope for future music. You know what I said to them, too? So they're pretty much straight edge, which a lot of the young bands are nowadays. Right. I'm like, well, that's where you probably are going to benefit and can bring us to the next level because the other 80s bands, the, the original 80s bands, I don't think they can do it sober. They were too right. fucked up in the day. Right. Like, now they're sober, they're older, and, like, we yep. need these young kids to take over because... These guys aren't going to be as wild and crazy. <laughs> right. Yep. So, Man, I, I grew up in uh, Bakersfield. Oh, well, yeah. And, I feel bad for you. Oh, dude. Ar- <laughs> armpit of the world. It's horrible. I'm te- horrible. The only time I would ever go to Bakersfield is on the way to the Us Festival. Yes. <laughs> yep. So... We moved to Arkansas in 1980, and it was probably a good thing because I was headed for the Sunset Strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no question. I, I started playing guitar when I was five, and and it was I was ready. My mm. my first concert was uh, Van Halen opening for Black Sabbath. Nice. Seventy eight. Were they Van Halen or were they Rat Salad then? Because what's that? Were they Van Halen or were they Rat they Salad? Were Van Halen. Then? It was because they were originally Rat Salad right. on the Sunset Strip. It, it was their first big tour, and they were open for Sabbath. Ozzy was still with Sabbath, 
and Van Halen was kicking their ass every freaking show. And they got booted, I want to say three weeks after the show I saw. Because, I mean, they were, they were killing them. So that was my... That reminds me, by the way, of when Motley Crue toured with Kiss. And Kiss told right. Motley Crue they couldn't do any of their pyrotechnics or any of their show because they were afraid Motley Crue was going to you know, do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first club show I ever went to. So I grew up in New Jersey. My dad moved me to California in not the beginning of 1980. Wow. So, so you, were there, were there, you were there in the good times. I was there from the very beginning. Right. First club show I ever went to was at the Roxy. It was Motley Crue. Before they had an album, they weren't glam yet. They were horror punk. And they tried to light the Roxy on fire to bring Satan in. Fuck yes. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm never going to a real concert ever again. (laughs) That's awesome. And by the way, fuck Sean Nations. <laughs> he he's from a band even in death that played here last year. Awesome. And one and one of their band members is married to uh the lead singer and bassist of Bat Allison. Yes. Oh, they were so good. Right? Bat Allison killed it. Oh yeah, they were yes. amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean yeah, great I got lots of stories. Too bad I probably can't remember most of them because you know what they say, if you were at the Sunset Strip in the eighties, if you if you remember it, you weren't there. <laughs> Right. Oh, man. Great times. Yeah. We, we need to bring those times back because the Sunset Strip is kind of sad well, nowadays. You know what? Eyebolt is... Uh, exactly. They're bringing that back. Dude, I sat out there and watched them, and I I haven't had that much fun watching a band in... I can't remember when. Right. I mean, they were just... It was all the cliches of the 80s, and it was perfect. I know, right? absolutely perfect. And they could long yeah. last because they're not... All drugged up and right. Listen, we were just right. talking about it before. That was the record labels. They wanted the bands drugged up and partying, so they didn't right. know they were getting fucked. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bottom line. Hey, this is Chuck with Ninety Pound Ranch. I'd like to say something, and I'm kind of the philosophical guy in the band. But all you young guys, man, coming up in this music, and young gals, uh, we're from the '80s. But if you're doing this, make sure you make music your discipline. All yeah. right. Because when you put the work in and you do everything you need to do and practice so that when you get on stage, it's second nature to connect with that crowd. Yeah. You know, there's some bands here today that are doing exactly that. You can tell they put the work in, all right, so they could get out and have some fun. So we need to make sure and always add that part in also. We use that music as a discipline. It's so important. I'm glad you brought it up. And 90-pound wrench, that's one of those bands that are playing here at Rocklahoma doing that. I don't know if you know the guys, but. (laughs) I might know a couple of them. (laughs) One of them sticks his fingers down his throat. I don't know. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> what? A, who does that? <laughs> oh man, but I'm it is sure true. We get video. Yeah, right. <laughs> it it is true though because that's why a lot of those bands got fizzled out or or crushed because they weren't disciplined and they were trained to not be disciplined. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame it on the bands. I was there. I right. saw what happened. It wasn't the bands. It was the record labels. Giving them women, giving them drugs, and a shitload of money. Yep. And then... Where are they at? Exactly. Then it just got... It got bloated. Mm-hmm. All the bands sounded the same. Yep. You know, from same like look. 80, 86 up until grunge Yeah, well, that's what allowed grunge to kill metal. Absolute, well, I don't... 
grunge didn't kill metal. Metal killed metal. Well, that's what I'm saying. And they they talk about, um, you know, some of the guys talk about the W bands. Warrant, Whitesnake, Winger, you know, all that (laughs) stuff. And I feel bad for those bands. You know, they came in at the... at the tail end. Yeah. And everything sounded the same. Everything sounded the same. Yeah. And I mean. No doubt. I mean. Look the do? same. Everybody looks the same. Looks same. Who, sound the same. Does the same thing. Is bigger. Who can play faster on guitar. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden. Alice in Chains. Soundgarden. I did ask those kids though. Do they use Aquanet? Nice. And they said they nice. and they said they do. Oh, that's awesome. Because how else that's are you awesome. gonna get your hair like Dude, that? Dude, that that band is. I am I am so proud of that band. Oh Bible. yeah, they're just it, it's uh, just freaking amazing. It's great. They're gonna go a long way because yes. they're professional and they're being disciplined, just like Absolutely. you said. Absolutely. So let's tell everybody about ninety pound wrench that has not heard you. How would you describe now ninety pound wrench besides? knocking you over the head with some badass music. Oh, dude, thank you. Um, man, we, we've been doing this a long, long time. And, and Speak of the devil. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, Chuck and our other guitar player, James, who coincidentally is Colton's dad, Wow. We, we cut our teeth in the eighties. You know, we were we were doing eighties stuff and um we started started working with Colton and then Jeremiah and I've always been a big time metalhead. So my my heavy stuff along with Chuck's stuff and along with James's stuff and along with Colton's stuff, Colton's a metalhead too. He'll, he'll, he'll not admit it, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, it just, it just works. Yeah. And it's just, you know, we, we're not docking. We're not, God, we're not white snake. We're not lamb of God. You're 90 pound. We're wrench. A, throw it all in the pot, shake it up. And, and well, that's see, us. See, know? that's what I like too, because basically talking about back then, everybody was the same. Nowadays, without the gatekeepers, you can blend your influences from different Absolutely. areas Absolutely. instead of this one thing, and that gives you the unique sound right. that separates you from everybody else. Well, any band you listen to in any musician, and I'm sorry I'm talking too much, um, but, He's like, Go ahead. but we all wear our, we wear our influences on our sleeve. You yeah. Know? So Pantera is one of my favorite bands. Nice. Prince, Extreme and K-pop, and K-pop. There you go. We we you can't help but to wear your influences on your sleeve when you're writing music. You know, Chuck was into. Oh my word, I'm a Rick Springfield fan. Wow, I just saw some news about him recently. Said so funny you brought that up. It was like two days ago. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, we just all those influences come out, you know, and and that's. What is 90-pound wrench? So sometimes, like I've asked bands, we come up, because it's so ridiculous with genres nowadays, and oh, there's dude. like all these micro and subgenres, yeah. fucking stupid, that bands, I'll tell them, make up your own genre, because basically nowadays it's like each genre has one band in because it's so ridiculous, but I thought about while you were talking, and you guys are 
grunge-based metal K-pop. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Absolutely. So I com absolutely. combine the Nirvana with the metal yeah, with the K-pop. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. There it is. You know, our motto is that a good song's a good song. It right. doesn't matter if it's Pantera, Lamb of God, Lady Gaga. She's a badass rocker. When I saw her I don't with know Metallica, the oh my God. Yeah, but I mean, a good song's a, a freaking good song. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know, and musicianship. That's what it's about. More Absolutely. than genre. Absolutely. Genre's stupid. That's something the record labels do. It's too much. You know? Get it. All, all over the place. It's all over the place. Genre. And just be you. Like, you're an artist. Express yourself any way you want to. I was waiting for you to call us Dad Rock. Oh, that's funny. I have a pair of sunglasses from a band I interviewed at, uh, I think it was Download. They're they're called Mom Rock. Mom and it Rock? Has it, it has it on the sunglasses. I have it in the campground with me. You know, I was wearing it one day, and somebody looked at me, and they're like, Mom Rock? Yeah, they're and they're band. Like, they think I'm being the mom or yeah. something. Like, hey, idiots. Hey, you can't just assume that anymore. You I know, know what I'm right? saying? Yes. So they they could ask. But wait, no. Well, they would have to call me a birthing human or whatever that's called. <laughs> Childbearer. Nice. Nice. Oh man. And what what are we men? We're we're the the seed planter. I don't know. Holy crap! Never thought about it like that. See that? I'm gonna. I'm gonna go back there to my wife and when we're done. I'm gonna say, you know what? I plant the seeds. That's right. I'm the guy that plows and plants those seeds. So the next time she's she <laughs> she's tries gonna, to throw that, listen. The next time she throws that shit, like <laughs> I gave birth to them, bitch. Had I not planted the seed, you would be birthing nothing. That's right. I was walking around, <laughs> spreading that seed. That's what FarmersOnly.com is. <laughs> seed planters. FarmersOnly.com. Dot com. And then plant the seed. Is that, is that, is that the OnlyFans for armor uh, overalls? Yeah. <laughs> we actually have a 90-pound wrench at OnlyFans. Oh, we got to talk about that. It's, it's like the Wish.com of OnlyFans. That's so funny. <laughs> so, it's getting hot in here. Tell everybody how they can get to your socials, your website, your OnlyFans, your OnlyBands, <laughs> and, right. you know, your Deep Throat movie. <laughs> right. Right. Yep. That's a TikTok. That's a TikTok. That's a TikTok. Dot net. <laughs> so, <laughs> seriously. Can I leave, please? Let, let, uh, seriously. These people need to know how to contact you and buy your merch and shit like that, man. Man, we've got um, dildos. 90poundwrenchofficial.com. Store's not open yet. It'll be open soon. Um, we're on Spotify, um, Amazon. God, is it? Yeah. Yeah, all the streaming services. And you can actually go to our website, 90poundwrenchofficial.com. We have We've set it to download, and if you want to pay, pay. If not, don't pay. You know, whatever whatever you think. I need to whatever add to think. that. They can't listen to my show unless they pay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you never know. Who, 
how do I say this nicely? Probably if you can't can. afford to pay, who cares? Download it. Yeah, there we, you go. we just want you to have our music. And if you like it, take it. If you feel like you want to want to contribute, contribute. But it doesn't matter. You know, we just, we love playing music. We love writing music. And, and you know, hopefully our music is yours. And that's why you guys are badass. Because, you know, that's, I think it's all about the music. And when people, like, especially nowadays, these bands that are, like, trying to be rock stars, man, there ain't rock stars anymore. That shit don't exist no more. That's right. And, and it should never existed because it should always be about the music. Absolutely. That was a that was a record label fable. Right. You know? But the bottom line is, listen, the, the only true rock star ever was Lemmy. Absolutely. You know? Other than that, yep. all bunch of fakes. Yep. Posers. Poser rock stars. Yep. <laughs> well, you know what? If, if we can inspire someone, if we can, if our music helps with, with something you're going through, whatever, you know, if it makes you happy, that's all that counts. You know, the, the days of, of platinum records and, and you know, the, the labels and stuff, those are over. Yeah. They're over. You can't, unfortunately, you can't make money as a recording artist. But... What we can hopefully do is make somebody smile, make somebody make ease their make situation, change. whatever. Music's you know? the best yeah. therapy. That's Absolutely. why you guys rock. And that's why we do this. Let's take that's a, why we let's do take 90-pound wrench and knock the shit out of all your problems and all your issues Absolutely. and everything that's going on in your life and all the bullshit and that's just right. enjoy your music. That's right. So thanks that's, for being here. That's what we strive for. Thanks for being Rocklahoma helping people. And thanks for being on the Adventures of Pipe Man. We appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.